everyone, it's your local cryptid and the creator of the Journal of Amelia Bennell. I've got another exciting episode for you this week, and it is split into two parts. Part two will be released next Monday. Also, the episodes will now be longer than they have been, which is very exciting. I hope you enjoy the show, and if you do, please check out our website, journalofamelia.wordpress.com, and Instagram, at journalofamelia underscore podcast. We also just started releasing episodes on Apple Podcasts, so if you like what we're doing, please give us a review there. Now, on to the show. Monday. Today was... I don't really know how to describe it. Weird? Confusing? It was something, and not a positive something. It all started on my walk to work this morning. I had my headphones in with some nice, relaxing music playing, and I wasn't really paying attention to what was happening around me. I was in my own world, you know? It was all fine for the first half of the walk, and then I started to get this uncomfortable feeling. The hair on the back of my neck was standing up, and it was like I was suddenly pulled out of my head. I looked around, nothing out of the ordinary, and yet I couldn't shake the feeling that something wasn't quite right. I started walking a bit faster, and turned my music down, just in case. That feeling lasted throughout the rest of the walk to the bakery, but as soon as I entered and closed the door, it was like suddenly I could breathe again. I'm not quite sure what that was all about, but I have a gut feeling. I'm not 100% sure, and I have no idea why, but I think someone was watching me during my walk. The weirdness of the day didn't end there, unfortunately. I was taking orders at the counter, nothing unusual there, right? Wrong. A new customer came in, someone I had never seen before. Again, new customers aren't anything out of the ordinary, but this customer was different, somehow. There was something about her. For some reason, my eyes kept getting drawn back to her. There was something unnatural about her. She looked completely normal on average, but it was like she gave off this sort of aura, telling people to stay away. I noticed that no one really got close to her, no one accidentally bumped into her, and I even saw a couple people move away from her even if she wasn't that close to them. She had this look on her face, like she knew something you didn't. And when she finally reached the front of the line to order, she acted like she knew me. I know for a fact that I have never met this woman in my entire life. I would have remembered. And yet, she acted like we were old friends, just casually seeing each other and catching up for a minute. I just went along with it. I wasn't really sure what else to do. I don't know. She just seemed like the type of person who got angry easily and I did not want to do that. After she ordered, as she was heading out the door, she turned back around, looked at me, and gave this weird sort of grin. There was something off about it. I don't know what. I just tried to forget about that weird experience and hoped that she wouldn't come back to the bakery ever again. Nothing else happened that day while I was at the bakery, but on the walk back home, I got that strange, uncomfortable feeling again. I looked, but I didn't see anyone around. And yet, the feeling persisted. I walked as fast as I could, practically running, and got to my apartment in record time. 
As with this morning, the feeling went away as soon as I closed my door. Somebody is following me, I just know it. What I don't know is what to do about it. I can't exactly file a police report because I got a weird feeling during my walk. But I can't just ignore it. I might text my friend Tina later to see if she has any ideas. I don't know. I'll try to come up with something later tonight. Tuesday. Well, apparently the weird stuff is going to continue. I woke up this morning and did what I usually do. Grab my phone and scroll through Instagram for an hour. At least, that was my plan. When I reached over to grab my phone off my nightstand, it wasn't there. Now, if there's one thing you should know about me, is that I am very meticulous when it comes to my phone. I make sure that I know exactly where it is at all times, and I always charge it on my nightstand every single night. I thought that maybe I was just tired and stressed from the day before, and maybe I accidentally put it somewhere else. But I checked my entire apartment, top to bottom, and couldn't find it. Eventually I had to go, or I would have been late to work. So I left. As with yesterday, I had the uncomfortable sensation of being watched during my walk. And again, I didn't see anyone or anything out of the ordinary. Here's where it gets even weirder. When I got inside the bakery, I immediately noticed something lying on the floor closest to the door. I walked closer to see what it was, and it was my phone. I picked it up, completely in shock, and turned it on. It was fully charged, 100%. What the hell? How did it get there? I know I had it with me in my apartment last night. I texted Tina about the whole being followed thing. Plus it was charged, which I know it wasn't the last time I saw it. I unlocked my phone to see if anything was different about it, and it seemed completely normal. Nothing was changed. Did someone break into my apartment last night, steal my phone, charge it, and then take it to my bakery? That doesn't make any sense. Why would someone do that? How did they even get in without waking me? What is happening? Oh, also, the strange woman from the day before showed up again. I still can't figure her out either. She was acting even weirder this time. When she first came in, it seemed like this interaction would go the same as it did yesterday. She came in, got in line, and people were trying not to get too close to her. Then the bell above the door dinged, and a man entered the bakery. Again, nothing out of the ordinary. People enter the bakery all the time. The strange woman turned at the sound and immediately looked terrified. I was surprised. She didn't seem like the type of person to get scared easily. But she was, and she quickly got out of line and left the bakery, keeping an eye on the man the entire time. He got into line and didn't even glance at the woman. I don't think he noticed her. When he got to the front of a line to order, he seemed normal. There wasn't anything off about him like there was with the woman. No weird glances or acting like he knew me. No stay away aura. Just your average Joe. I didn't see anything about him that would have made me scared or even uncomfortable. So why was she? She obviously knew him, but it didn't seem like he knew her. I don't know. You looked normal to me. 
that was it for weird bakery stuff. I felt like I was being washed on my way home again. I still don't know what to do about it. I can't confront someone when I don't know where or who they are. As for the phone, well, I'm writing down right now that my phone is charging on my nightstand right next to me. It is definitely there. If I'm being watched right now as I'm writing this, don't take my phone. I know where it is, and I'm sleeping with a knife under my pillow. Do not mess with me. Thursday. I don't know if it was the threat of stabbing that did it, but my phone is still on my nightstand. That's progress, at least. Well, what's not progress is the uncomfortable feeling I get on my walks to and from work. It's still there, and I still have no idea why. Also, the strange woman, who I now know is named Theodora, showed up at the bakery again today. She wasn't there on Wednesday for some reason. I don't know why. Theodora was acting weirder than the past couple of times I saw her. Almost anxious. Instead of ordering anything, when she got to the front of the line, she leaned forward and whispered, My name is Theodora. I have the answers you have been searching for. What? Did she somehow know that I spent the past couple of weeks confused out of my mind? I asked her what she meant. She said, You wanted answers about what has been happening. I have them. I was obviously very suspicious of Theodora. Who is this strange woman? And how does she know what's been going on? However, I was also intrigued. I wanted. No, I needed to know the truth. So my curiosity outweighed my suspicion, and I asked her. She asked to meet up the next night so she could tell me. She said there were too many people around to do it right now. I definitely wasn't going to meet her somewhere I didn't know. So I said she could come by the bakery after it closed tomorrow night. She agreed. And before I could ask her any more questions, she hurried out the door. I didn't have much time right after that to think. The next customer was already ordering. So I went on with my day, my mind only partially focused on my work. I'm both excited and anxious about tomorrow night. I'll finally get to know the truth about what's been happening. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Friday. Oh god, Amelia, what were you thinking? God, I'm such an idiot. What have I done? I met up with Theodora earlier tonight, just as planned. She was outside the bakery door right as it was closing, and I let her in, just as planned. We sat down at one of the tables, and I was all ready for Theodora to start talking. I had spent the entire day as a giant ball of anxiety and worry because of this meeting, and I just wanted to get it over with. Theodora gave me a long look, like she was searching for something. I don't think she found it. She asked me if I recognized her, if I had ever met her before I took her order at the bakery earlier this week. I said no, because I hadn't. This was my first actual conversation with her. She looked almost disappointed. There was a long pause before she asked me if I was sure. I was, wasn't I? I told her that yes. I was sure. She paused, and then she looked at you right in the eyes and asked, Do you really want to know the truth? I nodded without hesitation. I thought you would say that. She said, You did, after all, make a deal for it. At first I was confused by what she meant by that, 
A deal? What deal? And then I remembered. I have met Theodora. Just this past Saturday, in fact. Oh god, how could I forget? I was alone in my apartment, completely drunk. I was just talking to myself, complaining about how confusing the week had been. What with the body and the cleanup and Beth. All of a sudden, a woman was standing in front of me. Theodora. I was so drunk that I didn't even question how a stranger was in my apartment. I just stared up at her and asked if she could help me. She looked amused and said, I could give you anything you ever wanted. What about the truth? I asked. If that's what you would like, there is a price, however, Theodora said. I didn't care. I would have done anything to know what really happened. And so I agreed. I told Theodora that I would do whatever, as long as I knew the truth. We shook hands, and she told me that she would be back, both to hold up her end of the bargain, as well as to collect my payments. Suddenly she was gone, and I fell asleep not long after. I can't believe I did that. How could I be so stupid? Making a deal with some random stranger who's suddenly in my apartment? For some unknown payments? I'm not quite sure what Theodora is, but I don't think she is human. Thank you for listening to episode 3, Followed Part 1. Stay tuned for next week when Followed Part 2 is released, and in the meantime, as always, have a wonderful and mysterious week.